Thank you for tuning in today. My name is Kevin with Bison Moon Group. All right, I'm sitting here with Heart and Soul Entertainment. Can you tell me how you got into business? Heart and Soul Entertainment was incorporated in 2011, but it was actually back in 2008 when it was created. I was with an ex-fiance at the time, and just before my 28th birthday, she had asked me what two words go together. I told her, heart and soul. So, then all of a sudden, we were getting matching tattoos on our wrist. And towards the end of our relationship, I had told her that I wanted to start a DJ company that also did music videos, karaoke, lighting, sound, etc. Yeah. And she had told me, you're getting close to 30 years old, and you have nothing to show for yourself. Goodbye. All right. So this had inspired me to create and make Heart and Soul Entertainment what it is today. Well, I guess that leads me off with my first question. How long have you been DJing for, and what got you into it? Uh, well, I've been DJing about eight years. Uh, it was uh, always a passion of mine to play music and stuff. I played drums in, in many bands years ago and stuff and uh, moved to the city and found out that you can't play drums in every, every environment, like apartments and stuff like that, right? So I got into percussions and then really loved singing and stuff, did the karaoke thing, and uh, I wanted to get into to starting a DJ and karaoke company. So got in there and continued my passion from there. So then a quick question for you. How long ago did you DJ your first wedding? Uh, DJed my first wedding? Yeah. Uh, that would have been six or seven years ago. Gotcha. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, the reason why I ask is sometimes when DJs start out, they choose weddings because they're actually at the age of where they're not even allowed to be in the bars. So I, I know a few very young DJs, and it's a good way to be up and coming. Um. So what type of gear do you use? Uh, I use uh, new. I have a Newmark controller. It's a it's a quad mix deck, and uh, uh, I don't know EV speakers. I got. Uh, I'm a PC man, so I got an MSI Titan laptop. Oh, good stuff. If there was one piece of gear that you were after that you like to add to your uh, arsenal, what uh, would you add? Uh, well, I'm. Uh, I pretty much. I've. I've used virtual dj because i've always done video and it's always been great for doing video djing and stuff so uh, but there's a few controllers i'm looking at i know like they're the reloop just came out with a pretty cheap uh four channel controller that uh is a touch screen on it and uh i've also been considering going with serato with uh the the rolling the rolling uh controller that's got the four channels and uh, the drum the drum machine built into the controller yeah, that's really kind of intriguing me to to go that route. No, that's good. Have you ever been into a venue that you absolutely love over another one? Or, um, uh, I don't know. I I particularly like to stay stick to uh, bars and pubs versus playing a club scene where I I feel that I I get to have more of a mix of other stuff like the country and the rock and stuff that too, right? Mixing that in with the EDM and stuff that really. I really enjoy that. It's kind of, kind of, I don't know. It pushes the limits of just like anybody can mix electronic music, right? Though, but but taking like the authentic guitars and instruments and stuff like that and mixing that into electronic, there, it's kind of a, its own art form in itself there too. 
No, that is totally the truth. Uh, it's good that you can mix two different genres together, yeah. but still stick home with your home base of being rock and and enjoying the kind of music. Um, being in a bar scene or being in a wedding scene, have you ever had like a mishap or an, an actual moment uh, that has stuck back in your mind? Um, actually, just recently I did uh, the Halloween gig there. I had a I had a few mishaps there. I, I had uh, a projector that I wanted to set up and behind my lighting and stuff to, to to do some images of like you know ghosts, zombies, and stuff like that too. Broke the stand there, so that I didn't didn't go through. Then my my laptop, I had issues with my my brand new laptop not logging into Windows and stuff like that. So I had to use my old laptop and had to adjust all the settings and stuff and get things going on the fly there. And a few things, a few times I had to like you know go in between playing some songs on my phone, playing CDs off my you know, off my controller, right, just to keep music going right while I'm you know adjusting things and making things work right. But you know, I guess with with experience, you know. I, it's not uh, not hard to get by, right? You know, but one should always be prepared for stuff. You know, extra music on flash drives or CDs and stuff, right? Just for in case something happens like that, right? No, that's awesome. Um, so another question in regards to your business, there, uh, do you have a website up and running? Yep, I do. What's uh, what name of the website? Uh, it's HeartSoulEntertainment.com. Gotcha. And where do you see yourself heading in five years? Still continue DJing, or are you looking to bring on employees? Uh, yeah, kind of, I've, I've been, uh, getting into doing like, uh, videography and photography, right? Like I, I'm kind of a amateur videographer right at this moment though, but I know a lot of people that are into it that are really great at editing and stuff that can, and, uh, as well as like the photographers that I know that would be glad to, to come in and work on a we- wedding with me. Right. So, you know, I want to be the one stop shop. That's going to be like, you know, the, be able to rent rent whatever you need and stuff of like that right like i, I want to go above and beyond what what people want for a wedding right i want to be able to they want uh backdrops or if they want stage and up lighting or like chairs and you know like i don't mind getting a good price from another source in town rental and then getting it all together for them in a package and then going there and setting everything up and doing all what as as a DJ, you're kind of the first one there and the last one to leave yeah. Th- through the whole night. What would you say is your favorite part? Uh, really, when uh, uh, like after the the like the first initial first part, you have the the cocktail hour and stuff. Then the speeches, and then really when the party starts getting going, that's when it's you're fun, doing right, mixing the music together and keeping it lively. What about at the end of the night? Has anyone ever left you a? Um, hey take this home type of a gift or anything like that oh yeah yeah you get pretty much they just people want to get out there and anything they have for stuff that they don't want to bring home with them they want to give it away that's how it goes no that's good um let me think here what's something in the way of djing that you think you provide that isn't actually playing music but you still think you provide the service so even though you're just a DJ up there playing music, somebody else might actually have a connection to it or in the way of a, a feeling that you didn't think... When they they signed up with your service, this wasn't the idea of them signing up, but when they left, they were happy to receive the service from you or uh, the second reason why they hired uh, you. I think that uh, I, every time you know I, I put a show on for 
any any client there i go above and beyond and they have their expect expectations of what they what they want and then i go above that and you know go over the top and really like dazzle them like the 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 backdrop that i did for a wedding at the the beginning of september they wanted just a basic backdrop there right but i went and did a double and i made it like the the you know some contours and like on the sides and stuff and and uh the thing with the the uplighting that I like I I start with this, the original color there but I also have a controller and then when the party gets going I can you know make it and uh, like a, a lively with sound activating make the uplight so that it like, comes to life rather than just having a basic just one color all around the room sort of thing right no that's good that's good it's good to have a, a good atmosphere around and uh boost a, a scene yeah um what do you think you're trying to achieve by DJing? Uh, just, it's, I, I guess music is really just, it's the universal language, right? Like you can listen to music in other languages and you might not understand the lyrics, but the, the feeling that comes from the song, you, you can pick up on that. Right. So that's perfect. No, that, that's exactly it. There's always more, to a song than just the actual lyrics or what the artist it, there's a mood in the scene as well yeah and it's kind of as a dj you just it, you're you're kind of you're playing with people's emotions and stuff you know you just you know a part kind of just you might it might take them to a little bit of lower place and then you know it'll build them up and you know really get them excited and they're at the higher high energy and stuff right when it really gets going right so um you said that you're getting into video and of course you're already doing the DJing. Do you ever work with your competition or have problems with your competition or are so busy yourself that the phone's ringing off the hook that you're passing work on to people? How do you view your competition? Uh, I, I view everybody's kind of really they, this and especially in this city, everybody's pretty great. I mean, with helping each other out sort of art sort of thing. And, um, uh, I don't know. I haven't really had much problems with with many other vendors, and really, I don't really think of them as a, a competition or that. I, I feel that they offer what they offer, and they kind of improve on what they're doing and stuff. And I'm kind of doing my own thing too. And I feel that I offer something that nobody else is offering too, right? Have you, as the owner, ever dealt with any employees internally? Um, had any issues hiring guys working with you? Um, uh, no, well, I'm pretty, pretty small company. I usually just, I'm just myself. If, uh, if I have a really big setup somewhere, then I'll, I'll, I'll get asked for some help or whatever, hire a friend of mine to, to help me with the setup or whatever, set up and tear down okay. sort of thing. No, that's cool. Um, any future risks that you see happening with the industry in the way of more and more people are just renting their own speakers and what's your thoughts on that? Uh, well, there's, there's a lot of DJs that, uh, are just doing it really like kind of underground, like, you know, not legally. Right. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like fully, fully licensed, fully insured. I got, you know, my DJ license. I got my business license. I got, I'm a CPDJA member. Right. I, and I got liability insurance and stuff that for my equipment or events and stuff. So, I mean, the people that are able to charge like two or three hundred dollars well they're not really even legally allowed to be playing the music at a venue right 
So. Can you explain a little bit about an AVLA license? Uh, it used to be AVLA. Now it's Connect. Sorry That's about the that. Same, yes. Same thing. Uh, it just allows you to, uh, you know, to, to transfer music into like to another hard drive and, and perform the, you know, play that music, right? Because people have like the artists and stuff that make the music have their, their copyrights, right? So it just allows you to, to take that music and, you know, and transfer it and then play it, play it onto where you're, where you're at. And I do believe it's important for the DJs to actually follow through and have that um, as part of your arsenal um, yeah, when you're trying to sell yourself. Money. It's just 350 bucks for a registered hard drive, and you're allowed to have a backup of that hard yeah. drive. So. Um, hmm. So you've got your market of being in weddings and bars. Is there any other way that you see you can sell branch out into? Uh, I would like to do like some some more stuff for for corporate events, like uh, uh, not just like the DJ aspect of it though, but to be able to do like the the video and lighting and stuff for uh, meetings that they might have. Like right, I got uh, a couple uh, 4K Sony 65 inch smart TVs that are um, you know Bluetooth ready and stuff like that too, so they could they could you know, wirelessly transmit their presentations to the screen and such like that. Right. Like, but, um, I've also grabbed the concept of, uh, doing a mobile movie theater, which I'd like to be able to put into like uh, seniors homes or stuff like that, where people don't ha have the, you know, mobility to be able to get out and go to a movie theater. Right. Where you could I could bring in, bring in a whole, like a big screen and uh, the whole surround sound system and stuff. Right. That's, I think, that would be really, really great for them. Well, that's a good thought. A uh, whole aspect of it that I don't think a lot of people think of. No. Um, as Reach the Moon podcast, how can I help you reach the moon? Um, I guess we're, well, we're, you know, we're helping each other out here, right? Like, it's just exposure, right? Like, I mean, people need to be educated on what's what's out there, what's available, right? To, to know what, what they want, right? I mean... In the way of operating your business, is there anything that you're looking for? Maybe a graphic designer or a sign maker? Um, maybe even somebody that might have some leftover bins that you can convert over for your DJ gear? Anything? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It'd be good to have uh, like uh, somebody in graphics de design and stuff to help me with, you know, my, you know, fixing up my, my branding, my logo. Uh, I'd like to, to, to implement the. Uh, some more uh the video visuals and stuff like that like you know my my dj name or my company name and stuff like that make a kind of a, a motion visual with uh my logos and stuff like that to be able to have and at my shows as well right that's a good idea yeah um do you use any light projector tools in the way of gobos or an actual led projector screen um led projector screens i got a just a like a uh one projector and screen and then i have uh the two big 65 inch sony's that i i use on stands and stuff uh my my whole inventory i got you know a couple couple dj controllers a couple laptops i got i had 10 speakers i sold two of them so i have eight speakers like six tops two two subs uh seven lights i have uh four light bars and then that's great for using uh for like a backdrop or or doing like just what one or one wall or something of uplighting but 
uh, if anything extra, I, I for uplighting, I, I rent. I, I know a lot of people that have quite a bit in their inventory. What's your like worst cost that somebody booking a wedding wouldn't expect? Worst, worst cost. I mean, worst cost, like something. The most expensive piece that people don't really plan on. Say you rent it out to a customer for twenty bucks, but it, the actual real cost might be four or five hundred dollars. So you're sucking up some of the aspects of it. Um, say uh, one light might have a light bulb inside worth ten bucks, and the other light bulb might be two hundred dollars. Is there something in your gear or equipment that you know? I mean, you went above and beyond and bought the most ex- expensive microphone you could find f- for audio quality. Oh, uh, my laptop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I spent crazy amount of money on that. That's No, that's it's, yeah. it's good to hear because you know I mean again, when you're selling yourself and you hear these, well, what is a DJ going to provide for $200? And that helps set set you aside. Uh, not only is it your experience, but it's sometimes also the gear that you bring. Yeah. Um I I think I don't know, it's I I I heard about it, another guy talking about his business on uh, this video I seen and talking about how how he he charges like average about three thousand dollars for his shows right and uh he's charging uh like a, a set rate for the services he offers then he's charging a set rate for um uh, uh, like a 10 percent of the equipment that he has there he, that's a rental on top of that so if he's got ten thousand dollars worth of equipment that's a thousand dollars right there on top of the service that he's charging right okay. so i thought about sort of doing something like that or or basic like kind of just um i don't know if rough estimate to like 25 percent could could cover it all like the service and and the equipment rental right like so if you got if you're using ten thousand dollars worth of gear then that's a twenty five hundred dollar show sort of thing right no that makes sense um in actually growing your business are there any strategies that you're shooting for growing, growing my business I, I think uh I've done a lot in the last last year and I started my my website uh I uh got into the Instagram pages I, I I started up a Pinterest account so that people clients can show me pictures of ideas they like for decors and stuff and then I can post pictures of my stuff as well on those things so understandable um, is there anybody in town that you work with or that's like a, a big asset to you say maybe a flower shop or printing place that you currently use now um no 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 not really i mean i should be getting together a a good referral list just to have for people to call call on and stuff too because i know like a lot of times like for there's quite a few other rental companies that rent stuff that i i uh, give them work kind of thing and get you know things together for clients right is there a preferred music store that you shop at um i i don't know i I do kind of like axe music um I don't know. It's a family-orientated thing. Long and McQuaid's. That's good too. You can't really say any too bad about them. I mean, but they're the the big corporate monster, right? So I'd rather support a, a smaller family-type business, right? So when the you first get your phone call from a client, um, how is it that you like to work the consultation program? How is it that you first meet with a client? Uh, well, I like to meet with them at uh, their convenience and a place usually like close to where they are at and uh, sit down with them and just uh, get a feeling if we're a, we're a good fit, fit for working together and uh, try to really get them 
their vision, you know, I asked them how long they've been together and like, you know, when did they got, got engaged or whatever. Right. And I, I just really want to get a personal feeling of like their backgrounds. Right. So, you know, and what music they grew up with listening to. Right. And also just a little bit of their, their character and their style. Right. And, you know, cause I want to put that into all into, into play when we're setting up for a show for them. When you sit down with a bride and groom, do you have a set question list that you ask them to try to get the feeling of what they're uh, trying to achieve with their wedding? Uh, well, first of all, I mean, I, I, I really like, I like to focus on the, the music part and like stuff in which, you know, a couple bands and stuff that they listen to and stuff, right. And just to get a feeling of their background and the music that they grew up with. And uh, I really just want to really personalize it, right? You know, if they, they want a, a video set up and stuff, I ask them to, you know, just give me fo- photos if they have, like, of uh, them growing up separately and then even photos of them together as a couple and stuff like that too to add to that personal experience, right? That's going to be a one-of-a-kind experience just to, to them sort of thing. Okay, no, that's awesome to hear. Um. If a client has a rare song or even throughout the night is requesting music, do you take on requests or if somebody brings you in a USB chip and says, hey, play this song or play this CD, will you accommodate? Uh, I guess it, 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 de- it depends. I mean, usually I do accommodate and stuff, but generally it's not the best thing to do is to play music that you've, you've never heard before because you don't know if it's appropriate or not. But if it's like... Uh, one of the best men or something that, and you know, it's, uh, it's going to be okay with the bride and groom then, then have at her sort of thing. Right. So, okay. No, under that's understandable. Um, question for you, kind of random, even though it's a negative, have you ever had a client or a guest at the party say something negative to you that is stuck in your head two, three, five years down the, down the road? Yeah, uh, just negative experiences that that do happen. So, you know, some people are, you know, whatever they're having a bad day and they just decide they want to take it out on you or something. Like I've uh, I've had, uh, you know, shows where I've had like pretty much forty thousand dollars worth of equipment there, and then uh, have uh, somebody in the bar come up to me and say like, "Oh, you know, I wouldn't pay you more than two hundred bucks to do this." And this is like, really? Like, <laughs> you know, you're gonna come up to me and like in in my backyard here or whatever right and tell me that sort of thing right it's just it's just you got to be able to keep your cool in in certain situations like that and just kind of just you know just just be you know kill them with kindness kind of thing right no you gotta they're gonna give you negativity just give them that much more positivity back right you know so no that's exactly it that's good to hear that you kind of kill them with kindness have you ever done a party without alcohol? Uh, yeah. Well, there's been always been a few like, like birthday parties or like sixteen, sixteen sweet sixteens or whatever. What's your thought on a alcohol-free party, or have you noticed a change in parties or the pub scene with the event of cell phones? I don't know, but I mean, like cell phones, a lot of people, I mean, are on them constantly. But do you find that? Nowadays, because people can songs uh, maybe a, a song that you're playing, songs as an app on phones, uh, but suggest a song right off their phone. Or I find that music's always changing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Is. Um, you it might be a one bit show, amazing artist out of Toronto, 
and it's their favorite song, but it doesn't show up on iTunes or anything. And this girl late at night's jumping up and down saying that she wants this. Have you ever had that type of a scenario? Yeah, you've only, not not usually uh, very often that uh, people that want to play like music. Like people always suggesting to play music off their phone and stuff. But as long as you're you're mixing it up good and keeping everybody happy, they, they, it's usually not a problem. Like you know, as long as you're keeping things entertaining and keeping the ball rolling with music and stuff, then they're all happy. Do you find in the way of the music that's out right now, they have found a pattern? Um, where the songs sound similar or have the repetitiveness on the radio. So either people are tired of hearing it, so you try to stay away from that song, or the commonality because they always hear it. Oh, well, a lot of things. I mean, in certain temples or whatever, it's got this, the same beat that's really, like, repetitive and stuff. And, you know, I got another uh, a cousin of mine that DJs out on the rocks. Uh, he's a musician singer crazy dave anyways he's uh he's a little different style dj than myself though but he's also told me that you know a lot of djs they just kind of stick to that beat and you know like that right and they just keep in that groove right without going back to where the actual original musician kind of they they put in all this time and effort to to build up build up to a point where they have a a beat right where they have the intro of the song and stuff that and a lot of djs cut that that whole the whole feeling that you get from the build-up to to that and they take it out and just leave it just just where it's just dooch, 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 dooch. and then the next song has that beat going and connect it right like it doesn't have so much dynamics and flow right where it's just where it's just one one beat one tempo right straight through all the way one feeling do you ever play different genres, country music, or let's say you're at a wedding, or even in if you're in a bar, someone asks for Elvis Presley or country music? Do you ever try to switch it up? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I always love like to to add a little extra too, right? Like I I I don't like playing music just the way it was recorded in the studio. I like to add you know a little bit of drums or percussions or something, samples and effects to just to add a little bit more to it. To make it original and again give it some new life another question and then i guess about your personal life have you ever had any of your kids go out to any of your gigs or have your family um got to experience yeah. you yeah yeah they've been to a few like uh smaller events and stuff i mean i've done some family reunions in the past or or um some weddings that were friends of the family and stuff that, that they were able able to attend so I mean, it's great having my family there too, but it's, it's sometimes it's a little takes away from the focus of, you know, dealing with what your task at hand is, right? You got kids running around and they want to be in there and helping you and doing stuff, right? So. No, that's understandable. They're just little right now though, but uh, they're good little apprentices. (laughs) Have you uh, ever had a customer try to help you and say on the way out, they're carrying a light or something and all of a sudden drop it? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's happened before. I mean, sometimes, uh, they get, people get, uh, really, uh, antsy to get you out of there and stuff at the end of the night. They're just, you know, like, Hey, you know, you got, you guys been here, we've partied and we're tired or whatever. And they're just like, Hey, they got to get your stuff out of here and stuff. And they start hauling stuff out or whatever. I had a, um, $600 light bar that was just leaned up against the side of my van 
and I didn't know it was put there and it ended up falling over and not nothing got broke on it though but still kind of got my heart race heart heart racing a little bit bison moon group reach the moon podcast thanks for tuning in today and i hope you enjoyed the story